buttons and pulling triggers. This is Gun Funny. Welcome to Gun Funny episode 15. Today we're going to chat with Brandy Harrison from Iraq Veteran 8888, talk about Sean's horrible decisions, and highlight a company called Gunmetal Inc. Today's panel is Sean Heron, Aaron Krieger, and I'm Ava Flanell. What's up, guys? How are you? Good. I assume you're just talking to me because everyone else is girls. <laughs> no, I, I'm in like the guys, the version where it's everybody. Oh, the the royal guy. Aaron, oh. I am not assuming your gender, trust me. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> Brandy, how's how's the weather out there in Georgia? It's nice and warm. Yeah, I can't complain. It's a little cool in the morning, but overall it's pleasant. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, it's uh, global warming. We were just talking about it right before the show started. It's like 70 degrees here. Aaron's got high 60s and Yeah. yeah Probably it's probably the 70s here. It feels pretty warm. Amazing, amazing. I know, I'm not complaining. Now, Aaron actually went hunting, Ava. I saw that, and I felt bad because he just, it seemed like he was hunting, but all he did was take pictures of his guns. It it was basically like I was hunting good pictures of my guns. Okay, that's what I figured, but that's kind of beside the point. So, we want to know, did you wear your Huntac gear Orion Orion chest rig? Thank you. <laughs> Orion. Orion. Oh yeah, whatever. You know what? Somebody sent me a box and it was called the Orion. So uh let's <laughs> Was there food involved? No. Yes, yes oh. no, it was Jewish food. Oh. <laughs> oh. So so he, this is this is kind of an important thing in hunting is you don't want to wear clothes that make noise. Mm-hmm. And being able to put that that vest on it helps reduce the amount of uh gear I have to carry and, and noise that I produce. So yeah, I did have it on. So tell us about the the chest rig. Do you love it? Do you hate it? I love it. I mean, here, here first of all, it's comfortable to wear. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's it's basically like load bearing. When you carry a lot of gear, you know, I've got my my um, I've got my vape because you can't go anywhere without that. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure, like, you can't make noise, but who cares if the forest smells like cotton candy, right? <laughs> I just figured it would attract more deer, you know. And it smells like I, I actually use corn flavor during a hunting season. Oh. <laughs> um, Is that why you your know, teeth I, are so yellow? <laughs> oh. I actually have I, I carry a full size pair of binoculars, not the, the miniature binoculars, but full size pair. Um, I have a spare magazine. Um, I have my rangefinder because there's all these modular um, pockets or and packs that you can attach to it because it's Molly. Mm-hmm. And another thing too is because it's um, it's bright orange, hunter orange. I don't have to – in Michigan, you have to have an X amount of percentage of orange on when you go hunting. I throw this thing on. I can wear any of my camouflage gear that I want or anything that I want and, and not have to worry about you know putting on an, a, a vest, a, a, another layer or this or that or you – know, this, this works perfectly. So it covers all my bases in regards of carrying gear, stowing gear. And 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 it, and again, it, the Molly is great for attaching items to it. So I love this thing, man. And again, it's it's nice. Totally agree. And you can check that out at Huntac Gear H U N T A C Gear dot com. They've also got all their AR parts and the V one series. Uh, really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of lightning cuts, and that doesn't mean like bolt of lightning like Harry Potter. That means that they make the parts a lot lighter by cutting material out, keeping the strength, but also making it a lot lighter. Uh, it looks good. It functions extremely well, and you can get 15% off by going to huntatgear.com and using code 
Gun Funny 15. Oh, I thought you were. Yeah, Gun Funny 15. I, I got to tell you guys, um, I've seen pictures of that, that handrail. It's sexy, it, right? Yeah. yeah, seriously. And 15% off that. It's a good deal. It's a great deal. And any 15% off any of their gear is a great deal because you're getting quality gear. So, yeah, mm-hmm. totally. I'm down. And you're supporting a small business. That and supports us. You support and, people that support us. Yep. And? And? I just want to share with everyone this picture that oh Jake God. sent Sean. And it says, to <laughs> Sean, my special buddy, Heron. Yeah. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. Jake. Mm-hmm. Hashtag more Lacey less Sean. <laughs> <laughs> but it was on top of a six pack of Slim Fast Shakes. <laughs> so, so not only does he make awesome gear but he cares about your health sean yeah that's great he wants you to lose a few pounds for yeah. the holidays i'm kind of worried about sean's health yeah me too i mean he's just gaining weight like it's out of control and <laughs> oh really but i was just thinking about him making poor decisions are, yeah. are, are, are we going to talk about pant sizes or anything like that because i, I wear think the same size okay <laughs> it's probably okay better. fine whatever okay i've gained a few pant sizes but i don't even give a shit honestly you know, i don't think it counts for girls because they're like their pant sizes move by millimeters while men's move by inches i don't know when you go from well, i'm not even gonna talk about it <laughs> <laughs> zero to a 14 i mean i understand it's okay all right let's get into it with brandy Learn the things you never knew on Deconstructing the Industry. That was fun. That was all for you. Isn't that so intense and dramatic? I didn't know what was happening. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah, we were going to, it was just supposed to be that awkward silence, but we ended up getting music for it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I have to tell you something funny. You were talking earlier, and Eric sneaks in here to get some labels, and he's like waving at the camera. Ah, poor Eric. The camera's not on, dear. The camera's not on. Well, I guess here, let's wave to Eric. Hi, Eric. Eric. What's up, buddy? Hello. (laughs) Just my wave. He's gone. Oh, man. Okay, forget it. Damn it. Well, wave. Let us know next time he's in. Yeah, the camera's screwing us all. So, for those who don't know what Iraq Veteran 888 is, can you explain? Um, Well,. We are one of the largest gun-related YouTube channels out there. Uh, we have about 1.6 million subscribers. And on Facebook, we probably have about, I don't know, around 860,000 followers. Wow. So we just kind of do what kind of video kind of stuff. What, what kind of videos and stuff do you guys make? Yeah, please let us know because we're like, um, we have like 160 subscribers right now, and we're pretty proud of that. It's amazing. <laughs> well, um... Eric started out doing gunsmithing and reloading, um, and then it kind of morphed into educational and funny and just kind of gun review kind of stuff. <laughs> so um, there's a little, a little bit of redneck science mixed in there. <laughs> there's uh, I like that. Sometimes some explosions. Yep. A lot of meltdowns. Some, yeah, he's, he's, he's yeah, actually, pretty famous for those two, meltdown videos. Yeah, he filmed two today. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's funny because I teach a course. Um, oh, actually, yeah, I teach a couple of courses over at SDI, and um, whenever one of Eric's videos are used in the instruct in the instruction of a class, so many people comment about like how how informative it was, and you know how practical it was, and how smart it was. And I, I agree. I mean, anything that you know when he does when he's getting into the gunsmithing, it's it's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's it's like a wealth of knowledge there. Where did he get that background? To be honest with you, he just 
when he's passionate about something, he will just research it to death. So, um, you know, he's been doing gunsmithing for several years and, and he has manuals and he looks all stuff on the internet. He just learns as much as he can because he's really, he's really a military surplus buff. Nice. He has a military surplus collection. His favorite are the old ones. Yeah, I've seen some of his new ones. Wow. Yeah, he's got all, <laughs> all, all kinds of stuff. Now, Brandy, obviously this is huge. I mean, as many YouTube subscribers, Facebook, obviously there's a big you know infrastructure kind of behind that. But that infrastructure really is you. Tell us about mm-hmm. all the things that you do for IV8888. <sighs> well, um, I basically run anything on the business end of it. So the guys go out there and they have fun and they shoot the videos and they – they do all the purchasing of like the ammo and the guns and all that fun stuff. But then I do everything else. <laughs> I, um, I think I have 16 emails that I monitor between the whole group. Um, we have the man cans that we sell and I do all the legwork for the man cans except for packaging them. I do get some help packing them up because I can't pack that many myself in a short period of time. Yeah. Um, I do all the scheduling for the videos and any kind of, you know, flight arrangements or travel arrangements we need to make. It's, uh, so you, you know, it, you run the business. It, yeah. It, it's I funny do. because in, in the gun community in the YouTube community we, that we're, we're part of, everyone refers to you as like the mama bear, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I see that when what you do, you know, you are a lot of the times the voice of a crowd and, and that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're, you're, you're in the back of the crowd, but you're still managing, managing the process. Like with the, um, when, when you were at the panel uh, discussion last year at the NRA, you were handling so much, so much of the information that was being, uh, all the prizes that were being won, you're writing it down, you're passing them out. You're doing that, and, and again at, at your the uh, IVA Day event every year, you're doing the same thing. It's it's, I mean, you truly are the mama well, bear. I single handedly organize that entire event every year. It's amazing, wow. and it grows every year, which just <laughs> blows yeah. me away. Would you it say that? We, would you say you're like the brains pardon? of the operation? The brains. Um, <laughs> that's what Eric says. Because so it's funny. You Eric remind me. That. You remind me a lot, like my parents, where. Um, my dad would he'd go out and like do everything and he was kind of the face of the business but really my mom like everything that he has now it's because my mom made it happen and so it's it's and she used to always joke and say that she was the brains of the operation which she totally was because he's an idiot but (laughs) (laughs) oopsie I'm I'm kind of a modest person so I try not to toot my own horn too much um Eric says I'm the brains of the operation. Everybody else pretty much calls me the glue that holds everybody together. They 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 say without me this place would just fall apart. There would be no business. <laughs> right. Well, and I totally agree because it, and it is a business. Like uh, the the stuff that you guys do is actually very cool and there's so much of it. Uh, the more people kind of get into this industry like creating media things like that, you see how ridiculously busy you can you can be. And the point and simple fact is without you back there kind of orchestrating things, managing things and taking care of the stuff behind the scenes, like Eric and Chad could not get to the range. I mean, they would just be too busy uh, or they just wouldn't. Answering emails. <laughs> yeah, they'd be yeah. too busy answering emails or not even paying attention and uh, developing and, and managing those relationships would just be completely impossible. How? Yeah. Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. Um, how did you meet your husband, Eric? 
it's funny you say that because most people, of course, know that Chad on the channel is kind of like the co-host. But Eric and Chad have been friends since high school. They uh, they used to play music together, and then they started shooting together. So um, we we met at a family dinner when Eric was tagging along with Chad. <laughs> So I actually, until I read these, uh, until I read the show notes last week, I mean, as long as we've known you, Brandy and Eric and Chad for like years and years now, I had no idea that you and Chad were cousins. Yeah. In fact, somebody made a comment one time when Eric had, uh, my son Jacob in the video, in one of the videos, he was younger and people were like, he looks more like Chad, Eric. I would be worried. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. Oh, that's awful. Like, wow, so you, that would be really awkward. That would be. But it I, is Georgia. I though. was just going to say on. it is the I'm deep like south. The cousins, you know. Alabama. <laughs> oh, there's, there's no kissing cousins over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Brandy, tell us about that. So you met Eric at a dinner. Like, how did that romance develop? It it really it started. Well, I'm about to give away my age here. Um. Eric and Chad and my oldest son, William, used to go play paintball together. Oh. And so Eric and William and Chad were talking, and I walked up. And, you know, William is about a foot and a half taller than me. Yeah. So he puts his arm on my shoulder, and he says, hey, Mom. And Eric just, his jaw dropped, and he looked at me, and he looked at William, and he goes, wait a minute. He goes, how is that possible? I thought you were our age. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> That's amazing. Let, let's talk just a little bit about the boys. Uh, your boys, they're everywhere that we go. Uh, and, you know, I, I talked to William on occasion. They're just really, really good kids. How has it been for them to kind of grow up in the cool environment? And how have you kind of kept the, kept all that grounded? Um, well, because we're kind of grounded ourselves. You know, if you if people walk up to Eric and they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm such a big fan. and And I even get it when I answer somebody's email or a comment on Facebook or something, you know, they'll be like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you responded to me. And I'm like, look, we're just regular people. You know, we put our pants on same way you do. We're nothing. <laughs> we're not anything special. Okay. We're I just people. I put my pants on really weird. So yeah. you, you want to be very careful how you say that. <laughs> I don't even wear, well, what I wear you like do sweatpants. In your time. <laughs> I'm going to do a video. It's going to get literally 17 views. <laughs> Uh, now that that is cool, and and they are they are good kids. I mean, not even necessarily well, kid, kids anymore, but yeah, uh, always always spend a lot of time with those guys. Yeah. Whenever we're in Georgia, visiting you guys at the uh, IV eight 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 YouTube shoot. But yeah, it's uh, and that's the thing is you guys are all very down to earth. Um, it, does anyone ever get an ego that you have to slap down or anything? Um, maybe Chad sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> but. Everybody knows that I'll, you know, put anybody in their place. <laughs> I'm a little feisty thing. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't uh, know that though, right? No, no I, like I know sweetest, nothing about that. Such a sweetheart, you know. It's, uh, well, I see you and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Trust Yes. me. laughs> I, I won't. Do you, <laughs> do you oftentimes get a lot of women asking you, or I'm sorry, a lot of men asking you how they can get their wives involved? in shooting um, and I do get guns. that a lot and the one thing that I tell people is like you have to make it interesting for them you know you can't just say hey babe let's go to the range and hand them some high-powered rifle that's gonna knock their shoulder off or whatever you know make it fun um I don't know um 
you take different things out, let them try it until they, you know, start with something small like a 22, work their way up and, and find out what they're comfortable with, the females, you know. I've been shooting since I was in diapers, I think, so I never had that problem. Um, I used to go hunting with my uncles and and we used to, you know, we used to kill rabbits and squirrels and, and hogs and deer and, and eat them, you know, so definitely it's, it's not it's, it's not foreign to me so that was kind of it's just always been part of your life you guys were just always shooting yeah. always hunting and when i was a teenager you know i competed we uh i was in rotcs and i was the only girl on the rifle team but uh i did well you know that's awesome so do you have you ever challenged eric to like a shoot off oh but the funny thing is, is when we first met i don't think he knew that i knew how to shoot <laughs> And so he's like, here, take this, you know, 357 revolver and, and shoot that log right there. And I was like, are you kidding me? A log? <laughs> Eric, give me a little bit of a challenge. <laughs> that That's pretty awesome. I get it. Uh, I hit it more times than him. So <laughs> do you still shoot pretty often? We have a range in our backyard. So, yeah, I just in fact, I just popped off some shots yesterday off of this uh, new guardian i think it's called that we got for some testing um off my front porch nice. we have a <laughs> we have a little gong over to the left of our property and you can go out on the front porch and ding 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 <laughs> yeah that was that's we we've been there we we've shot it we've shot at your yeah. range yeah i was just going to talk about it, like doing night uh, the night suppressors at your house is pretty cool oh yeah Hey, the neighbors don't mind. I'm really surprised. We have shot our cannon off over here. We shot the 50 cal. Nobody says a word. I think they just might be afraid of you, honestly. Oh, right. <laughs> They're like, no, don't say anything. Brandy will come over here. We don't want her to yell at us. All right. So th th this this uh, this cannon. Uh, at what point in a relationship can you bring a cannon in? Or did it just did he have it before you two got together? Or it was like, you know what, honey, I'm gonna get a cannon. I mean, how do you broach that conversation? Well, along with running the business, I also have, um, I'm the accountant. Uh, I do all of our own taxes. So that cannon's a write-off. Absolutely. <laughs> so so you're like, yeah. I don't like, argue yeah. very often if it's something I can write off. Definitely. Isn't that the best thing about having our own businesses too? Yeah. I'm like, I need this gun and it's a tax write-off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ammunition tax write-off. Yeah, it really right. is. Right. Body bags. Tax right write off. off. <laughs> well, you know. Tell us some stories about the gang that many people don't know. Oh, wow. You know, I didn't think this one through very much. Um, <laughs> the one thing is, you know, Chad is nine years my junior. So um, when he was young, you know, I, I carried him around like he was a baby doll. Like he was my toy. And <laughs> I used to bonk his head on doorways. And, and the one thing that I always, like, rag him over is well, he would piss me off when he got a little bit earlier i mean a little bit bigger and i would dunk his head in the toilet and flush it he's like i'm gonna tell my mom i'm like i don't care <laughs> i'll give her a swirly too i don't give a crap <laughs> oh that is but um i'm trying to think of what i could say about eric i'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank really <laughs> 
other than the fact that he talks in his sleep that's that's kind of funny uh, so let's talk about that did eric and chad when they came back from the brownell social summit did they talk about the snoring when we all had to sleep in the barracks no but i can imagine uh it, it was, was eric the worst well, Eric was across the room, so I'm not 100% sure because I was surrounded by like a snore box of just awful people. Uh, I know that Ben from Guns Daily, he literally put on Bose noise canceling headphones and then proceeded to, uh, to to make the most awful noises. Have you ever seen that movie, the Adam Sandler movie, Little Nicky, where he yes. snores and it sounds like the devil? That That's yeah. that's Ben from Guns Daily. It's also Randy from Brownells. It's also Hank Strange, who uses a CPAP, but you would swear that they're just waterboarding him all night. Um, it was, it was pretty crazy. So what kind of things does Eric say in his sleep? Really? It's just random. Like one time he was like, he was like, yeah, right there. That's the shot. That's that's what I want to see. (laughs) I think he was dreaming about videos. Uh, That's pretty amazing. (laughs) The other thing is, is like once he's asleep, he's asleep. If there's a bang in the, like if there's a bump in the middle of the night, it's usually me getting up with the clock going. (laughs) Okay, what was that you know same thing at my house, the flashlight right you know it's like my wife will like have to hit me and she's like i, I hear something and i'll be like all right and then i'll go back to sleep because <laughs> yep, that's exactly what it is so although so, oh go ahead the other night i have to say it was coyotes in the front yard and his butt come up out of bed then oh yeah he was up out of that bed and grabbing that thermal out of the safe I was oh, like, God. I didn't know you could move that fast. No. It, <laughs> when it comes to hunting anything with a heartbeat, Eric is all about it. Although, who's the only one that's back to do this year? <laughs> is it you? <laughs> that's awesome. So well, let's turn this question around. If, if we were to ask Eric and Chad funny stories about you, what would they tell us? Oh, I don't know. They have a lot. Once my <laughs> uncle chased me around the... Uh, the uh, cow pasture with a stick with poop on it. Everybody gets a kick out of that story because I wouldn't play baseball with him. And they always tell that story. <laughs> like, I, I chased you around with a stick with poop on it. It's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm over that now. It sounds like a Saturday night at Sean's house. <laughs> right. <laughs> Look, I like to party. <laughs> uh, Ava? Uh, so, so, Brandy... <laughs> You actually mentioned uh, in the question where we talk about girlfriends, wives getting involved in guns at at the very end, you mentioned something that that Ava wanted to talk to you about or just ask about. Okay. Yeah. So you just, you mentioned um, that you were a former victim of crime and that obviously you refuse to be a victim ever again. What, um, I mean, can you elaborate on that? Without getting into too many details, uh, when I was in high school, three of my quote unquote friends thought it would be cute to uh they thought i don't know if they were playing or not but they decided they thought it'd be cute to try to rape me and uh that didn't go so well for them that's good and that makes a lot of sense because when you bring something like that up when you when you go through experiences like that it makes you such an advocate about um you know empowering other women and 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 you do that a lot like how important has that been kind of in your life as to just how you've succeeded in business, how you've succeeded just in life in general um, by being well, strong enough to face that and, and come out? You know, I, I get like, I think it was even uh, Rachel Bodron. Um, somebody was giving her hell 
on one of her Facebook or Instagram photos where she was shooting guns. They're like, why are you promoting, you know, females with guns? You should be in the kitchen. It's like, dude, are you kidding me? Like she has just as much right to defend herself as you do because you damn sure can't depend on somebody else to do it for you. If nobody else is around. Definitely. Yeah. And let's talk. I was just going to say that, um, it makes me feel really good to know that you have boys because it just means there are more boys in the world that are uh, going to be more respectful. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, are. both my boys are so protective of me. It's, it's actually a little bit silly. <laughs> that is awesome. I completely, I, I love that. But I, I think that's so important is for women to hear like, look, women are not victims. Women are powerful. And obviously you said that that did not go well for them. That's awesome. Let's talk about guns as a force multiplier. You know, we've got people like Jeremy, who's a big towering giant Goliath Mm -hmm. of a man. And when we talk about someone like Aaron, who's, you know, much more slight of figure and obviously more delicate, um, (laughs) Jeremy can do whatever he wants. That's the first time Aaron's ever been called delicate. (laughs) He's like, please tell me more. (laughs) But, you like my eyes? Have, having firearms is a force multiplier. Draw me like when you're French girl. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, it it allows someone of smaller stature and and possibly you know smaller strength to to really stand up for themselves. And you know, I think that's important. Obviously, it's important. And when you talk to women, you know how how big of a, an issue is that, and how much do you focus on that kind of thing? Well, for instance, I guess I'll just kind of go into this because it it makes sense, but of ours um they were at our range day the 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 husband is a police officer mm-hmm. and she's just kind of your average kind of female like she's she's like girly mm-hmm. you know she's more on the feminine side i'm i'm definitely not i'm i'm right out there with the guys but um she's real feminine and girly and she, they've got two daughters and so I told her, I said, well, how often do you get out to the range? She's like, well, you know, I don't really shoot guns much. I, you know, I've shot Chad's gun a time or two. This is a different Chad, by the way. Okay. And, you know, I've used it, but, you know, I'm not real good with it or anything. And I said, well, how, what do you, what do you, how do you defend yourself if he's not around? Well, I've never really thought about it. Well, what do you mean you've never thought about it? You have two teenage daughters, you know? And she's like, yeah, well, I said, you need to get to the range. And she says, well, why? I don't really, I don't really enjoy it. And I was like, okay, if you're standing in your kitchen and some guy walks in and he's going to hurt you and your girls, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll just grab a kitchen knife. I said, do you realize how close to you he has to get before you can swipe at him with that knife? I don't want somebody that close to me. If I think they're going to hurt me, I'm going to drop them from across the room. Definitely. <laughs> she's like yeah i never thought about that yeah no i completely agree and that's exactly what i tell um a lot of my students like i've had guys where they'll sign their girlfriends or wives up to take my class and i remember specifically there was one lady who met me at the range and she's like look my boyfriend just wants me to be here but like i don't really want to learn how to shoot can i just go and i'm just like you're not getting out that easily like for you you just you know like there is at the end of the day, even if you don't like to shoot, at least know how to operate the firearm and use it because you never know what situation you're going to be in. And I think that, you know, a lot of us um, rely on police officers or significant others to help us, but you don't know if, you know, they're going to be around. 
Right. And the other thing I always say is if, if there is a gun in your house, you need to know how to use it because it's not going to do you any good just sitting there. You know, you need to know how to operate it. And also if you have children, those children need to know how to operate it and they need to know not to touch it. They need to know what it's for, when it's appropriate and when it's not. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And you won't have to worry about it because they'll be educated. Absolutely. Curious children are a bad thing when guns are around. (laughs) Oh yeah. Do you think that the maybe society's changed a little bit? Cause like when we were growing up, and our parents had guns like Ava you always tell the story yeah so in my class I'm always like so you know how when you're a child you think your parents know everything and you look up to them and then you become an adult and you look back and you're like what the hell were my parents thinking and I just remember (laughs) growing up my dad always had a loaded shotgun right by the bed and my sister and I we didn't really know that much about guns but we knew enough not to go into my parents bedroom not to touch the gun And nowadays, you know, parents will take added precaution to store their guns so that they're not easily accessible. They'll put them up in like a high place or lock them. And yet kids are still finding a way to access them and accidents are happening. So I I strongly believe that they should know, you know, like when you were small and when I was small, there was always that loaded shotgun or that loaded mm -hmm. rifle by the bed. Yeah. But there was also like an ass whipping right behind it. So if you went in and touched oh, yeah. it or did something silly, I think that's kind of how things have changed. Like, uh, you know, I don't think people spank their kids enough these days. I don't even know if that's true. I want to say like maybe it was video games because even the video games that I had at my age, I mean, there was like Frogger. Worst case scenario, my frog <laughs> dies because I couldn't cross the street. <laughs> Which I'm sure it died a lot. And yeah, it died. Okay, whatever. Yeah, the, the frog didn't make it. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, with these video games where kids are playing these games and they shoot at something and it dies but then the next game it's it's back to life i don't know i don't it's, know it's weird I don't know and I, don't... I agree with that um i just feel like and pardon me for saying this but it just feels like society now is dumbed down yeah yeah that's true <laughs> that's like that's we knew true. we didn't have to even be told we knew yeah. what it was for and i guess people in the city might not have had the same you know upbringing that we did where we probably had dad's you know shotgun over there but i don't know i i just can't fathom mm-hmm. i'm not how sure if, that works i'm not sure if people are dumber or i was just luckier because like i used to ride around in the back of a pickup <laughs> truck i used we had a drainage ditch behind our house that used to fill up whenever it would flood and like we're talking like raging rapids but we would go swimming in it <laughs> <laughs> like the fact that i'm even alive is a, a testament to just blind dumb luck i think yeah but you do have like a happy well you know it's no big deal (laughs) but see that's when that's when everybody wasn't glued to the tv though that's when people you know kids got out and you could leave the house and not come back till dark and your parents didn't have to worry about you yeah i did that we used to leave our on our bikes at like first thing in the morning and come back by dark i did the same thing i think we're in the same age range yeah, I think so. Uh, but yeah, we lived. I don't know. Um, you know, in, in my day, we just spun a, this wooden wheel down the road with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't? You sure it wasn't stone? Yeah, uh, you, well, you know, we, 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 we evolved a little bit. It started off as bronze, but, you know, we, we stepped it up the wood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means, Aaron. So, <laughs> so Brandy, where, where can people find you guys uh, and all the cool stuff you guys do? Oh, let's see. We have um, several social media outlets. There's, of course, YouTube is Iraq Veteran 8888. Um, 
Twitter's the same. On Facebook, it's Iraq Veteran eighty eight eighty eight official. On Instagram, you've got my Instagram account is uh, Mrs. Iraq Veteran eighty eight eighty eight. Chad's is Chad underscore IV eighty eight eighty eight, and Eric, he's just incognito. <laughs> he, he, he just likes to watch <laughs> okay well that just uh, that told us more so does Aaron <laughs> well, yeah Aaron Me too. sorry buddy <laughs> uh, that's awesome thank you Brandy for being on we really truly appreciate it do you want to hang out with us for a little bit sure I'll just mute my mic if you want me to no, 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 definitely. Yeah. Um, I think that, um, you know, since you brought up that people are getting stupider nowadays, um, <laughs> I think that that should bring us into, instead of doing a prank call this episode, since Thanksgiving was just recently, um, I think everybody should hear about uh, Sean's adventures and his stupid decisions. Should, should I play the audio file uh, for the intro at least? Sure, why not? <laughs> oh, boy. It's time for prank, 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 prank. That again, huh? All okay, right. we're not going <laughs> to. I don't even. even know. I was like, that sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's awful. <laughs> Th- that right there is basically explains my night. So basically, had Thanksgiving dinner, uh, many bottles of. He had, he had Thanksgiving at my house. Yeah. Thanksgiving was great. The like turkey was great. I figured, you know, we're adults. We're not going to get turned up on Thanksgiving. We're just going to have wine. Um, My mom, she liked blackberry brandy. So we did a shot in in her honor. We did two shots, actually, but they were within hours spaced. Um, A lot of people brought wine. We probably had about eight bottles of wine or more. So, you know. Yeah, we figured we were going to have like an elegant dinner. You know, we're adults. It's not going to get crazy. Well, I was wrong. Yeah. So one of his friends <laughs> completely turned up. <laughs> she got really trashed. We'll call her Kay. She threw a pumpkin pie in my kitchen. Uh, pumpkin pie everywhere. And things were just getting out of hand. So Sean decided to call them an Uber. Got, got him an Uber. The Uber showed up. And, and then she made a big scene in front of my house. Granted, okay, I just bought my house in April, so I'm pretty new to the neighborhood. <laughs> it's an older neighborhood. I'm probably the youngest person there. And uh, there's this big scene going out in front of my house. She refuses to get in the Uber, but the rest of her family, they get in the Uber. Sean decides that he's going to be the hero and take her truck home and drive her. I just at this point got fed up, went back into my house. And Sean, why don't you take it from there? All right. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll get the truck home. I'll, I'll get myself an Uber and come back to my car and it, everything will be good. This is like, this is like an hour round trip, right? No, no big deal at all. So get in the truck. It so turns out that her friend is so completely intoxicated. <laughs> she cannot explain how to get to her house. So it is about 35 minutes away and so we're driving and suddenly I'm like in the middle of the forest and I'm like what what is going on here like meanwhile I live in town I don't live on the outskirts no, where no, you like know middle of nowhere town. but she does kind of live in she lives towards you know out east a little bit where where it's a little rural I don't know this part of town at all so we're, like we're driving I'm like I do you, do you live in the forest like I've been to your house I don't think that you live like in the for- like there is trees there's dark foreboding trees. There's a full moon. I hear wolves howling. And I'm like, okay, so so I pull over and I'm like, seriously, what the hell is going on? Like, where do you, you live? Forbidden forest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh, where do you live? So she like FaceTimes her husband for like 25 minutes trying to figure out 
But here's the but, thing. She's so drunk. She like my phone's dead by this point. Like I I can't GPS or anything. She FaceTimes for 25 minutes, then her phone dies. So we can't GPS our way back out of it as well either. <laughs> and uh, then at one point there was another pie that I packed in her truck because yeah. there was so much food, and the pie like spills everywhere. I guess no, she knocks it off the seat. So finally we start driving again. She knocks the pie off the seat. And then at some point she decides that it's a great idea to start picking the pie up off the ground and like throwing it up in the air and like throwing it at me while I'm driving all while not being able to tell me where she lives. So like two and a half hours of like just driving around aimlessly all over God's green earth out in Eastern Colorado. And I'm like, I've had it. I'm like, seriously, just so mad. I'm like, I've got pie all over the right side of my face because I was driving. <laughs> and then at one point, she apparently looks down and asks yeah. Sean if she threw up. She's like, did I throw up all this pie? <laughs> all right. So my phone is dead. She finally, finally figures out how to get us to her place. And so we, I pull into the driveway. I am so mad by this point. I'm like, I'm my, my thought process is I've had it. I am going to get out of this car. I'm going to walk to a gas station, buy a phone charger, and call myself an Uber. I get out of the truck. I literally toss her keys to her, which bounce off of her chest and land on the ground. <laughs> and then I run out of her neighborhood. Like You just I, wanted to get away from her. <laughs> I was just so angry and annoyed that I run out of her neighborhood. I'm like hopping a person's fence because I, 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 I'm oriented enough that there's like a bar that we've been to before. But it's closed because it's Thanksgiving. So I'm like, okay, I can either turn left or I can turn right. I can see lights in both directions, so I think it's no big deal. So I'm like, okay, this is great. So I just start walking. I'm like, I got this. I'm going to force, what is it, Forrest Gump? I'm going to Forrest Gump this. (laughs) I'm like, I was a running. And so I start walking and I'm walking and there's like neighborhood on both sides. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. Like, obviously I'm going to come to a gas station sooner or later. I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking. I keep walking and then the path that I'm on like diverts into a field and I'm like, oh, I can see a water tower down there. So it's good, but there's still lights and I can see the Colorado Springs cityscape and I just keep walking and I walk for hours. And then at one point he trips and falls into a ditch cause it's pitch black, pitch black in the middle of nowhere. He tears his jeans, tear my jeans, give myself a bloody nose. Cause I hit face first. <laughs> um, still walking, still walking, still walking. By this point, after about eight miles of walking, I haven't come across a gas station and I am basically in the middle of nowhere. Houses are very, very sparse, uh, sparse and sporadic. I'm not seeing a whole lot. And it is like three in the morning. And he starts to hear coyotes. I, I hear coyotes at one point. I pull one of the metal fence posts out of the ground. I'm walking with that as a weapon. Because, you know, he has like mad um, survivor skills. Hand to hand, I've got great hand to hand combat. I'm pretty good with a bow staff. Um, <laughs> So it's the temperature drops to about 34 degrees. It's three in the morning. I'm like, How he knows this? He doesn't have a phone, but he knows for a fact that he's going north because he follows the North Star. <laughs> and then he knows for a fact exactly. It's not even 35 degrees. It is a whopping 34 degrees because yes. he just knows this. He has survivor skills. So uh, and I'll explain how I knew these things. So finally, I'm like, I'm, I'm shivering. I'm wearing a T-shirt covered in like pie remnants on the right side of my body. <laughs> I'm just, I'm like, I'm just like, okay, my toe is like bleeding because I've been walking so much. And finally I'm like, okay, I'm actually in trouble now. I need to find a house and see if they'll call me a cab. So I look for a house and this is like, you know, 200 yard walk between houses. I finally found one that has all the porch lights on. There's no dogs that I can see and no fence. So I come up and I ring the doorbell at 3 a.m. Ding dong. And I hear dogs erupt from behind the door. There's like 50 small dogs. I'm pretty sure five, 
five minutes passed by of me standing there with the, the dog c- cacophony going in full full bloom. And finally, there I noticed there's a camera up right right as someone says, um, can I help you? And I'm like, yeah, I'm lost. It's cold. I just wonder if you might be able to call me a cab. I'm so sorry. Five minutes go by. The dog's still barking. <laughs> I'm not really dressed to answer the door. No problem. I totally understand. I'm so sorry to bug you. Do you think that you might be able to call me a cab? Two or three minutes this is go how, by. This is how the porn starts. Right, exactly. Worst porn ever. <laughs> it's called cold porn, and I just basically get mild <laughs> mild hypothermia. So finally, oh, on you? Mm. Two, to th- two to three minutes later... I hear someone. I hear the same person on the on the camera, the intercom thing. Um, I'm gonna come open the door. Please don't kill me. And I'm like, okay, no problem. I'm gonna go down at the bottom of the porch so that uh, so that you're comfortable. And so she opens the door, and this like young teenage girl steps out <laughs> onto the porch. <laughs> so I explain again. Hey, I'm so sorry. I'm in the middle of nowhere. I'm not exactly sure where I'm at. Do you think that you might be able to call me a cab? And she's like, well, my name's Becca. And she hands me her, her iPhone. So I know that the the cab number here in Colorado is just sevens. It's seven, 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 seven. So I call it and they're like, can you tell me the address? So I ask her the address. And the whole time she's like standing on the porch, also cold as hell and shivering. And uh, God, it was just so awkward. So then she's like, okay, I ordered the cab. She's like, I'm going to go inside. I can't invite you in or my mom will freak out. She's still sleeping. <laughs> But you can lay on, you can sit on the porch swing and wait. So I lay on the porch swing and I'm like trying to pull the cushions over me <laughs> and I'm just like sitting there shivering. They've got a, ther- a ther- uh, thermometer on the porch, one of those like plastic thermometers and it says 34 degrees. Um, yeah, so I start to drift off to sleep and then she comes over the intercom. And she says, yo, Sean, the cab just called. He'll be here in 30 minutes. <laughs> So I'm like, okay. So I start shivering again and shivering again. Right as I drift off to sleep, I hear the cab turn the corner and uh, he comes in and basically gives me a ride back to my car. And that is the story of how I almost became a Thanksgiving statistic. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So there's parts of the the story that I find really confusing. That's funny because I said the same thing. Yeah. The next morning I was like, there's just so many holes and like you just disappeared and... The whole right. thing is just so it's stupid. Just, uh, yeah, and I'm like, wow, Sean, like you're in your 40s and yeah. you're just an idiot. Late yeah. 40s, isn't it? No, yeah, it is late not. 40s. It is not late 40s. <laughs> it was about to be late 40s. But uh, oh, uh, uh, so you get one question. Did you say you hopped a fence? Like to get out of Kay's neighborhood, I like I didn't know how to get out of the neighborhood. <laughs> I had to hop someone's fence and walk through their backyard. To get to the the bar that I could see, I could literally see it. I knew where it was, but I couldn't figure out how to get there without like walking for ten miles. Uh, it turns out if I just would have walked around her neighborhood for ten miles, I probably would have been better off. <laughs> so, but you hopped a fence. Yeah, it was like a split rail fence. It's literally four feet off the ground. But you were able to, to, to clear that four feet. Yeah, yeah, it was no problem. I got it. Hmm. Okay, just checking. Yeah. That's the part of the story that I find very confusing. <laughs> is the fact that I displayed any athletic ability at all? <laughs> yeah. And when you, you said run, forest, run, I just assumed, you know. I was walking was... a lot. <laughs> so really what I concluded from this whole story is that if we entered Sean into actual Naked and Afraid, which I know you guys did that little, you know, that little video. Um, but the truth is, is like Sean just, he wouldn't make it in Naked and Afraid. 
And and I had to remind him. He's like, well, at least they get to pick one tool. And I said, yeah, but they don't even have clothes. <laughs> you had clothes. Fully clothed, and I had a debit card. <laughs> <laughs> And I still almost died. A, a teenage girl named Becca had to save my life. So we're shopping for like gift cards for her later because I yeah. really need to send her and one. And we, we have to decide like how much is Sean's worth or Sean's life worth. <laughs> oh. Like do we send her, you know, like how much how much should we put on the gift card? Because she really, she sent, you know, she saved Sean's life. Yeah. But then for a teenager, gotta... like 50 bucks. All right. That All right, sounds $50. fair. $50. You know what? Just buy her an Xbox. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, so that's enough. So um, can we just go back and say, so two days later, Sean's like, I don't even know why I was in the car with Kristen anyways. Yeah, I was like, why the hell, why didn't you come with us? Like, why was I even in this situation, and? And I was like, well, that's because, um, <laughs> yeah. I got mad and I locked the door and I locked them out. <laughs> like, get out of my house. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Like, once pumpkin pie was thrown into my kitchen and my kitchen was a mess, and I was like, get this bitch out. <laughs> yeah, apparently yeah. it meant me too, though. She stepped on the front porch with your M1 grand is like, get off my lawn. No, she comes outside wearing my shoes, kicks them off, and locks us out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At least you had shoes. But can I just yeah, note that this God. is the second time I've locked Sean out of my house? <laughs> Uh, I need to make some better decisions, apparently, is the, the moral of this story. Uh, Ava, do you want to talk about some gear? Yeah. Okay, good. Tactic Talk. Discussing popular guns and gear. Love it? Hate it? Find out now. So I bought this Smith & Wesson M&P Shield, and like when they were having really good deals, I'm not a huge fan of Smith & Wesson. But I got this shield um, after the rebate. It cost me like $200. So I figured it'd be like a nice, like, you know, extra gun to have. Uh, this company, Gunmetal, they contacted me and they asked if they could um, jazz up like a Glock for me. But instead, I asked them if they could do the shield. I don't know if you guys can see that well, but basically what they did is they ended up milling out the slide. Uh, they Cerakoted it. They just... Basically, all of the little milled out sections they put in purple. And I have not shot it yet. Um, a part of me is kind of actually a little scared to shoot it because the part that's milled out is, uh, I mean, they're pretty, there's not a lot of material in the front. But how, how, did they really uh, lighten it out? Does it feel a lot lighter now? It doesn't feel that much lighter. Not as light as. As you think, it didn't make that much of a difference. So they got, they have some uh, like looks like chevrons on the top cut out, uh, and then yeah, they have and some... then on the sides. So they yeah. they um, reduce quite a bit of uh, quite a bit on the top. Although it's not, they didn't take out like solid pieces, just a little bit. And then on the sides, they they took out quite a bit. I mean, I can go all Jeremy here. Well, you know. Well, you know, you're not supposed to, you know, I mean, here's the thing, especially if it's your concealed carry gun, you're not supposed to mess with it, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah, that about covers it. Spit. Uh, but, yeah. you know, I, I, I think now, did you have the barrel on there already? That there's a threaded barrel on there, correct? There is. And I got this threaded barrel from True, Pre True Precision. Yep. So I replaced the barrel and then they did the slide for me, which they did a really good job. It's, it's definitely a pretty gun. Like I said, it's yeah. just almost too pretty to shoot. Aw. 
I, I, I think I think I we got should shoot problems. It. I think we should shoot it. <laughs> yeah, you know that's the way I look at myself is I'm just too pretty to uh, go shooting. Yeah, that's how I feel too. No. <laughs> you um, like carrying that shield, Ava? I don't carry it. No, I carry a Glock 42, just uh, because it's so lightweight and I could just shoot it really well. And I carry uh, a shield. Yeah. yeah, I mean the shields honestly for for the price uh for the price um it it really it's it's a good quality gun. I've always been kind of a fan. The only thing is this usually for beginners, it's not it's not a great gun for beginners because I think that out of all the guns, they the springs seem to be very tight. Like it's definitely one of those guns that could be difficult to uh rack the slide on. And then even the magazines, they're very you definitely have to break it in a little bit. Yeah. Mine's a performance center, so it's got a, like the enhanced trigger and oh, nice. the better sight. So I enjoy it. I also Sean? have a 43 I just got. So Awesome. I have a 43 that I love, actually. Uh, but I, I love it since I put the, the, the Vickers uh, Tactical 2-round two, two uh, extension mag on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just too small for my hands. I mean, adding that little part just made me the biggest fanboy for the 43. Well, and that's what I did with my 42 is I added that Hive technology uh, base plate, which adds two rounds. So that little tiny gun holds eight plus one rounds. So it's, you know, yeah, it's really not bad for a concealed carry gun. I carry the shield. I like the shield. Uh, this one, it, it does look cool. I it looks cool. I'll, it's, I'm kind of curious to see how it shoots. Bi curious and yeah, a little bit. I've always been a little bi curious, and uh, maybe in my thirties, it's time to you know check that out. No, <laughs> well, I, I assumed you were with Sean. <laughs> uh, well, she, like bipedal, like I walk. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> well, I just meant you know you know uh, uh, when you do the show and your co-host, you know, I would have expected this to be an all-female cast, and now you have uh, well, it kind of well, is. Well, I have actually. Sean, and then I have you, and then I have Brandy, so it kind of is like an all-female. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's uh, that's great. <laughs> so, Aaron, you had some work done to your Glock. Have you shot it since you had the slide milled out? Constantly, yeah. And you and haven't had any issues? No issues. And in fact, um, the work that they did on the on the uh, I had tried in defense do it, and it, um, you know, they redid the the sights. They added an MRA MR. Uh, they added a plate on there, so I can, uh, you know, so they added. It took a lot of weight off. Mm-hmm. Have you, you actually know. seen the gun? Do you know what they did? Uh, yeah, it's in, it's in the safe. <laughs> they, they actually cut the slide for your red dot, right? Yes. Thank yes. you. RMR, RMR, RMR. That's the word yeah. I was looking for. Yeah. So, and they put a carbon fiber plate in, in place. So again, more weight reduction. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, they did a really fantastic job and I've had no issues with it. And I, and uh, I, what I was going to say is, you know, structurally speaking, uh, the, any, any firearm, Technically, you could probably take off the first two inches of, of the of the of the the gun itself with the barrel still in there. So you still have the, the full length barrel, but take the two inches off of the slide, and it should function fine. Every, you know, all the major parts are in the back. Yeah, I'm just worried that because it's uh, it's ported out, you know, so closely together that I wonder. And I actually didn't even think about this until somebody at the range mentioned it, but I wonder if it could cause you know cracking or anything like that. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I only paid $200 for this gun. At the end of the day. At the end of the day. Is it Literally. the end of the world, Sean? I don't think so. I don't think it's the end of the world. I don't think Sean could handle the end of the world. 
<laughs> but he can handle at the end of the day. <laughs> no, I almost died at the end of the day, honestly. <laughs> at least I had a belly full of turkey. <laughs> anyway, so they Gunmetal, they did do a great job. If anyone is interested in checking them out, you can go to gunmetalusa.com, see the work that they do. Uh, they do a bunch of, you know, they mail out your slide, Cerakote, Duracoat. Um, and they have some pretty cool colors as well. Yeah, I agree. All right. So it is time to talk about some iTunes reviews. And if you listen to the show, if you hear our voice, Ava, say something so they hear your, vo- hear your voice. Hello, it's me. Hello, honey. <laughs> okay. In that voice, tell them to leave you a review on iTunes. Okay, honey. So listen, if you if you leave us a review, we're going to greatly appreciate it so much that we're going to pick one winner every week. And that one is going to get something very special. In fact, Sean, what should we give that one winner this week? Let's give them magnets from... No, you know what? Screw the magnets. Oh. You know what I think we should do? What about tax snacks? This pencil. I think, yeah, you're right, that pencil. Yeah. What the hell makes you think that that pencil is better than a gun-funny magnet? Well, I said magnet, and then you said... This is why I'm in charge, and you're not. (laughs) Oh, all right. Would you call yourself the brains of this operation? Yeah, damn oh. right I would. Oh, okay. <laughs> In fact, I'm pretty sure I had a business card and it said brains of the operation. I'm also going to say right now, after Thanksgiving night... Uh, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm the brains of the operation. There's literally no question. <laughs> uh, I just want to know, you know, I, I drink quite a bit, but I, I found it ironic and funny that I was having... Can you hear that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh. Sean, is that your stomach? <laughs> I, was all, I am kind of hungry. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I just find it ironic. That was my clock. Oh, I was wondering what that is was. Is your clock possessed it by is, the devil? <laughs> no, it's a, it's a Mustang clock and uh, a different Mustang revs its engine up every hour. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so who's the winner? What are we giving away first? And then I'll decide who the winner so is. So you know what? Um, when we had offhand gear on the show. Yeah. And she offered a $50 gift certificate. Oh, yeah. That person actually never collected. Oh. So we still have that gift certificate. So we should do that. Yeah. Let's give away a $50 gift certificate. All right. And the winner is Bingo. Cody. Bingo. Cody, 725. Listen to three episodes so far and I enjoy it. Looking forward to listening to more. All right, Cody. Five stars. So, well, yeah. I mean, if you didn't give us five stars, we're not going to pick you as a winner. That's uh, for sure. Oh, yeah, that's true. So just keep that in mind when you guys write us a review. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yeah, Cody, congratulations. Get in touch with us. Go to gunfunny.com. Or wait, is it gunfunny.com? I don't even know anymore. Yeah, it's gunfunny.com. Yeah. Gunfunny.com. I've got Email two. us. We'll send you out your gift certificate. Very, very cool. And do you want to read the two reviews that we got this week? Yeah, absolutely. I, I do want to, but I also want to remind people, seriously, if you if you listen to the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. Just go to iTunes, search for Gun Funny, and leave us a review. It absolutely helps people find the show. It helps slant the iTunes algorithm towards gun content, and that's what we want. So any, any way we can push gun content to the top of iTunes, that is the best way to do it, is by leaving us a review. So please go there, do that. And then, Aaron, why don't you go ahead and read the reviews? All right, this week's reviews. Uh, the first one comes from a gentleman named Fat Sack243. Oh, great. Yeah. And he says, Great husband and wife podcast. Oh, well, they, do, they think we're how, married. Well, how do you know he, uh, that you and I were going to be on the show together tonight? That's so weird. Yeah, I know. How did, how did he know you were the wife? 
there's a joke in there, and I'm gonna I'm not gonna tell it on on the show. Yeah, we've got other shows where we can say jokes like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what did he also? What did oh, Fat sorry, Sack sorry. say? Uh, he said, "This is a good podcast. Sean is great." Yes. Hmm, sounds like he wants to be the wife in the uh, relationship. Oh, you can, Fat Sack. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the second review we have this week is also five stars. It comes from a uh, 77 Solutions, but the bitch ain't one. Um, <laughs> Just Good Fun is the title of it, and it says, I enjoy listening. Ava, be silly and talk about guns and gun culture in a way that adds humor to it, but doesn't belittle it. But, excuse me, but doesn't belittle anything. Just good overall energy and fun to listen to. I enjoy her aura. <laughs> okay, I had the last part myself. Yeah, I was like a little bit of editorializing, but that's fine. He knows me so well. <laughs> uh, Ava, be silly. Uh, too much, oh too God, much pressure. Is, it's so much yeah. pressure. Uh, I feel like I'm trying to perform right now, if you get what I'm saying, and it's just not going up. <laughs> well, this never happens to you. <gasps> All right, so. <laughs> what? I'm so embarrassed right now. <laughs> hey. So you said you could find you guys at gunfunny.com? <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for Ava to do it. <laughs> yeah. Have you looked? Are you on our website right now? I, I am. I have three monitors. If I had four, I could. But. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's on the third well, monitor? Yeah, what's on the second? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have the show notes on one. I have you guys on the front one. And over here on my left, I have uh, uh, news stories because I like to stay up to date on things. <laughs> well, let's just go with GunHub. Okay. You're looking at GunHub. Yeah. I'm looking at some kind of hub. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> at least I know I'm not the only one with three monitors. Oh, I thought you were looking at gun hub too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. This has been a very, very enlightening interview. I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I've got emails open and everything else. <laughs> well, we will quit taking up all of your time because we really appreciate you being here, Brandy. People Definitely. can find you at Iraq Veteran 8888 online uh, on YouTube and pretty much all the social media. Mrs. Iraq Veteran on or Mrs. On Iraq Instagram. Veteran 8888 on Instagram. Uh, always a good time there. And Brandy, thanks for everything you do. We really appreciate it. You've always treated us with nothing but respect. And uh, well, thanks for having me it. on. It's been fun. I'm glad you enjoyed. You know, and, I love uh, you guys always. Oh, thank uh, you. I feel like we just met, but okay, thanks. She wasn't even talking to you. She was talking to me and Aaron. Oh. Yeah. Dang. We hang out all the it time. It was nice meeting you, Ava. <laughs> <laughs> all right, perfect. And? <laughs> and, then, and then? And <laughs> then? That's so awkward. Hey, we all know who the head bitch in charge is. That's right. That's right. Well, I'm, Sean, I'm it's that Sean. Person over here, <laughs> that person over there. Before Thanksgiving, I would have said me, but uh, anymore. He, just, he can't make the decisions anymore. No. Uh, ever since I got lost in the woods and a teenage girl named Becca had to save my life, I just, I, uh, it's thrown my whole world into a disarray. Can we tell you them? Lost your can, we, card. Yeah. can we just tell them that it actually wasn't even a forest? It was just the park right up the street. <laughs> <laughs> no, I literally what was. What a dumbass. <laughs> I literally was in the I was in a town that I've never even heard of before. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> called Elbert. Yeah, whatever. He was in uh, Acacia Park. <laughs> <laughs> I would have asked a homeless person for their blanket if that was the case. All right, let's wrap this up. Gunfunny.com, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, etc. Ava, what are those What are those links? Uh, you can find us at Gunfunny Show. And then on YouTube, just go to gunfunny.com and you'll find all the links there. Also, if you guys would like to become a Patreon, um, 
there's quite a few Patreons now. We have a Patreon-only Facebook page, which mm-hmm. we're always posting inappropriate things there. Yep. We're having a lot of fun. Uh, we posted some live video from Thanksgiving that was questionable Yeah, that got deleted. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the mistakes are made. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, for the patrons that saw that video, I just want to apologize. Not me. It was inappropriate. <laughs> there were some bad things said. So, trust me, become a Patreon. You want access to this. You can find out more Patreon. And it only costs you a dollar to become a Patreon on the Facebook-only page. Yep. Or the Patreon Facebook-only page. Uh, depending on your <laughs> level of donation, you have access to Snapchats, which Don't. Sean is in charge of. Yes. Which explains why nobody I, responds. I got you, fam. And we've gotten a lot of... Uh, people blocking us but anyways uh you can enroll in our monthly raffle for five dollars a month limited edition limited edition t-shirts there's all kinds of stuff in fact we have one patreon who um who actually met one of our goals uh we now have to say his name on every show yeah it is i might even get it tattooed honestly i like his name yeah corb corbon corbon blue Oh yeah, Cordon Bleu. Yeah, Chicken Cordon Bleu is our our Patreon. No, it's a Corbin uh, Bonafide. I thought it was just Bonafide. Bonafide. Bonafide? I think it's Corbin Bluenafide. I thought it was Kurt Cobain when I just glanced at it. <laughs> Kurt Cobain is our top Patreon, and we have to say his name every single... Oh, 1-800-273-8255. <laughs> All right, so thank you, Corbin. Thanks to all the Patreons. Go join. Trust me, it is well worth it to get into that Facebook-only group, and there's also all kinds of other cool things. Yep. And Ava, do you want to say goodbye to everybody? Bye, guys. A- Aaron, do you want to say goodbye to everybody? <laughs> Just, uh, I want to say goodbye to like 70% of the people. That's <laughs> okay. fine. That's fine. And you, you 70%. I'll talk to you guys hey, later. If you only have 30% of haters, you're doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> and Brandy, any closing words? No. Bye. Bye. Uh, okay, great, Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And Tickles has an Instagram. Want to send feedback? Suggest a Tacticals. place to prank call? Tell us about a company or anything else. Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact. Check out Tacticals. Tacticals. Test to what? Tacticals. I think we know what uh, Aaron does on the side. <laughs> <laughs>